Welcome to the Frameworks and Finance Podcast. I am your host, Curtis Haney. Each week we talk about frameworks and finance concepts for your life and work. Let's learn together today. Welcome to Delve Into Money, episode number 46. Today we're going to change directions just a little bit. And so I want to talk about kind of my day job and and why I think financial statements are important for all people, even if you're not in a finance job. So for those who don't know, by day, I'm a CFO of a small business and I've been in that position for over 10 years now, probably close to 15 if I sat back and thought about it. And along the way, you run into a lot of different people who aren't aware of how financial statements work. And a lot of people just have the attitude that it's not their job to to understand or to know financial statements. But I'm going to start out this episode. I'm going to talk about why it's important that you know financial statements. And I'm going to go into just a very broad overview of what the financial statements are. I'm not going to go deep because if I went deep, I think it's going to become very hard to follow. And so I'm going to link to some resources. I'm going to link to some threads that I've written and I'm writing all week about this topic. And so my hope is, is that these will act as a crash course into financial statements. And, and I hope that that's something that you desire after we talk about this. So in doing some research for this, I found a stat that said 65% of businesses fail because of money mismanagement. And that is a crazy amount of businesses failing because they failed to manage their money. Now, I think there's a lot of caveats in that. I think that a lot of times that money mismanagement is maybe they bought too much inventory and so they didn't have the cash. or they took too much money out of the business, right? And so they were making money, but they took too much out. And so there's bad decisions in there that are money-related decisions. And so I think it's important that we understand that when it comes to financial statements, everyone has a stake. Because if the majority of business failures happen because of money mismanagement, then that means that it's going to directly affect the people working for those businesses. There are a lot of things that lead to those mistakes. Not planning for taxes, having poor records, not having enough cash, having the wrong insurance, spending too much too early, spending too much on inventory on other items. Uh, waiting too long to start spending, being so frugal that you don't invest in what you need to and it slowly kills the growth of the business, waiting to seek financing until you need it, mixing business and personal funds, underpricing your product or service, not understanding your financial statements. All of these things are reasons that lead to failure in small business. And so why does this matter to you? And that's the, the question here that we're going to tackle today. You as an employee of a business 
why should you want to understand financial statements? So number one, you want to have a better understanding of how your decisions affect your company. So if you're in the marketing department and you know that your company has a $10 million, $50 million, $5 million revenue number, you can do research to figure out what industry averages are for marketing expense in your type of company. By procuring that research, you can then have a better idea of how each decision should be weighted within your overall budget. So when you go make requests, you're not making requests out of just what's been done in the past. You're not making requests out of just trying to ask for a million things and and ultimately look unintelligent or look like you don't know what you're doing. You're making the request out of knowledge based off what people around you are doing. And when you get to that point, you can then have a better understanding how you are affecting the company. The ultimate goal is going to be that you can talk about some sort of outcome that whatever your job is, whatever action you're taking, what outcome that's going to lead to. And if you know how to read the financials of the company, it's going to help you delineate the effect of that decision on the overall company profitability. The second reason that it's good to understand financial statements is it will help you when you negotiate a raise, a promotion, and you can look at obviously do all your salary research, but you can also talk about how it's going to affect the company. You're going to come across looking a lot more knowledgeable in general, and it's going to give you a little bit more leverage than other people will have. And we've talked about this in the past. The best thing you can do is come in with a lot of information, armed with information and armed with a starting point. And so Understanding the financials, understanding how big your department is, um, understanding all of these elements is going to help you communicate your value when looking for a raise or promotion. The third one is, is it's going to allow you to better partner with the finance department. Now, I'm obviously in the finance department, so I want people that want to partner with us. But the reality is, If you are partners with the finance department, it has some benefits. You're creating more allies in the company. You're creating more people that respect and trust you. So they may be advocates when it's coming to your next raise or promotion or whatever opportunity is coming up. But it also makes your life easier. We know the trouble people in our company. We know the people that we're going to have a hard time with. And so we will be a little harder on those. So if we know that you're one of those good people, it's going to make your life a little bit easier. The job, it's just human nature. It's not anything bad or intentionally negative towards those people. It's just the way we work. It's not, um, shouldn't be surprised by that, right? That's just how we are, what we do. Then the last reason is it shows agency in your job and will lead to you being more trusted by your bosses and by the leadership of the company. 
the reality is the more knowledge you have, the more value you can bring. And so by having this knowledge, it's going to help help you make your case for whatever you're fighting for, make your case for leading an apartment, make your case for that next promotion. So hopefully those are convincing reasons for you. I feel like they're convincing. Uh, The reality is, is that this is one of those skills that will set you apart significantly. Most people aren't going to take the effort to go and learn how to read a financial statement or even understand how their role, how their job, how their department is affecting the financials of the company for a positive or a negative. So if you're able to communicate that, you're going to be labeled a high performer. You're going to come out looking rosy. So let's talk about the financial statements real quick. And I posted this in a Twitter thread this week, and I'm going through and breaking down each of these financial statements in their own individual thread. So you'll find the link to the first one, and then you'll see the link to the rest as well. So each company has three financial statements. The first one is the income statement. Second one is the balance sheet. Third one is the statement of cash flows. When you talk about these statements, they're actually answering three different questions. They have three different purposes, but they all work together to create a complete financial picture. The first one, the income statement, it's asking the question and answering the question is, are you profitable or were you profitable during that period of time? Because the income statement is a snapshot of your revenue and expenses over a period of time. And it shows you the level of profit that you had. The second statement is the balance sheet. And the question that it asks there is, are you healthy? It's going, the balance sheet is going to tell you the strength of your company at a specific date. And then the third one is a statement of cash flows. And the intent of this statement is to tell you where your cash is going. That's it. That's the only thing that it's going to do. It's going to break that down uh, during the period that you're running the report for. And it's going to help you see the increase, decrease in cash and your cash balance at the end of that period. So as we've set the table, I want to walk back and go through each one of these statements a little bit more in depth. I'm going to try and not get into the weeds because I know that on a podcast, it's going to be extremely hard to understand. So we're going to start with the income statement. When you talk about an income statement, the formula is, and remember, we ask the question, are you profitable or were we profitable? And the formula is you take revenue at the top of the statement, and then throughout the statement, you have the rest of the expenses. And so you take revenue minus expenses equals your profit during the period. And then you see, did we make money? Did we lose money during that period? A lot of times you'll also view the profit percentage or the profit margin. And the profit margin says that if we had a million dollars in revenue and we had $900,000 in expenses, that means we had $100,000 in profit, and that was a 10% profit margin. Depending on your industry, your profit margins can be substantially different. There are some industries that are as low as 
three to four percent. There are other industries that are as much as fifteen to twenty percent. And so your industry is going to significantly affect your profit margins. And you would, if your company is sharing this information with you, it'd be smart to go figure out what your industry average profit margin is. If your profit margin is low compared to the industry, that's telling you that either your prices are not high enough or your owners have intentionally set it low. And that means that you can't make as many mistakes, but that means that the owners are probably giving back more to the employees than potentially some other owners are. So that's an overly simplistic view. So what you typically see is you typically see the types of revenue. So you'll see a couple of lines of revenue, and then you'll see a significant number of expenses. And those expenses are broken down into two buckets. It's cost of goods sold or costs that are directly related to revenue and overhead expenses. Within overhead expenses, there are some other categories, but ultimately overhead expenses are all the other expenses that are not cost of goods sold that are not directly to revenue during that period. Within those overhead expenses, depending on the type of financial statement you're looking at, you could have true or actual expenses, or you could have expenses that are not actually dollar amounts. An example of this is depreciation expense. And so if you have a lot of product or equipment in your business, you could have significant depreciation expense, which is not an actual expense to the company because they made the investment prior, but it's the expensing or write-off of that expense over the life of what they purchased. So overall, the income statement is going to help you identify how much revenue you brought in, how much money you're making on your product or service, and it's going to identify your fixed or overhead expenses and if they're too high or too low and what that looks like. It's often that you get a lot of fixed or overhead expenses and then the company shrinks and you don't shrink those quick enough or the other way around, your company grows rapidly and your fix stays lower. So that's a summation of the income statement. The next one is the balance sheet, and we talked about how this is going to show your strength over a specific snapshot at a specific date. The formula that you have there is uh, asset equal liabilities plus equity. And so those are the three elements of a balance sheet. Assets are going to be cash, accounts receivable, which is just money that's owed to you from you invoicing it to a client, inventory fixed assets and tangible assets such as software licenses, trademark or goodwill. And so they're the things that you own that are creating value within your company. Liabilities are what you owe to other people. So you'll have current liabilities and you'll have long-term liabilities. A current liability can be as simple as money owed to a vendor uh, it could be credit card payables, some short-term debt or obligation that you've got. But anything that's over a year in maturity is going to be what we call a long-term liability. The last section of that is how much your company is worth on paper is known as equity. And it shows money taken in, money taken out, and earnings that the company has had that are still in the company. The balance sheet is going to help you learn how strong you are financially. There's some 
ratios that we're not going to get into, but that help you determine if you are in a healthy financial place. And then it helps you determine like the book value. So if you were to liquidate everything in your portfolio, how much could you get from what you own? And then the third one is the statement of cash flows. And we talked about how this is just explaining how cash is spent over a period of time. It takes the increase and decrease of cash during the period, adds the cash at the beginning of the period, should equal the cash at the end of the period. The statement is broken down into three categories, operating activity, investing activity, financing activity. Operating activity is going to be cash collected from sales versus cash paid related to sales, all your overhead expenses. Investing activity is going to be new equipment purchased or sold. Uh, It's going to most likely be reflected on the balance sheet. And financing activity is going to be changes in debt or capital uh, taken out or put in of the company. And that's going to be shown on your liability and equity section of your balance sheet. So we're, we're analyzing, is the cash flow positive or negative? Did we, did we bring in more money than we spent during this specific snapshot? It's going to help you identify because of those classifications, those categories, operating, investing, and financing, where that money was going towards. And it gives you a better feel of what cash needs you'll have. People think that profit and cash or cash flow are the same thing, and they're absolutely not. Because you could have a lot of equipment that needs purchase, and so you could make a lot of money, but you could spend more. And if you've got to keep purchasing inventory or equipment, you could not be making enough money to keep up with your growth. The same thing goes with uh, if you have debt. The debt could be too much for your cash being collected uh, for your profits that you're making. And so we analyze all those things with the statement of cash flow. So let me, let me back this up a little bit and summarize this again. The income statement, it says, are you profitable? The balance sheet, we say, are you healthy? And the statement of cash flows answers where your cash is going. All of these are done over a period of time or in the balance sheet's case, on a specific date. I hope that this was helpful for you if you're not in this realm. I hope that you learned something from this. I'm really diving diving into this because um, me and Clint Murphy, a guy that I've met that's a CFO up in Canada, are teaching a cohort, which I don't know that I've mentioned here on the podcast, so I will do that real quick. We're going to be teaching you how to break down each statement, tell you why they matter, how to read them, and what questions to ask. So this course is geared towards people who are owners of companies, who are in leadership positions or executives of companies, or people who are the creative entrepreneurs that just don't understand their financial statement. So we're wanting to help equip people because we have 30, 40 years of experience doing this for our day job. And so we want to help you simplify those financial statements. I will put a link to the landing page and we'll put a link with a discount code 
that will just be called podcast and you will get $150 off. And so it's a pretty substantial discount, but I want to give that to you as a thank you for listening to this all the way through. So until next week, remember healthy financial decisions are intentional financial decisions. Start today making more intentional financial decisions and we will lead to a healthy financial future. We'll see you next week.